Welcome to the VP Live Network. Your 30-second countdown has begun. This show is intended for adults of legal smoking age, and as such, the content is not intended for viewers and listeners under the age of 18. Vapor's Place is in no way responsible for the opinions of any host on the VP Live Network. Please grab a vape, sit back, and enjoy the show. Hi. How's it going? Oh, do I have... Yes, I do. I have... Everything is... All of my audio is set up right. What the fuck? Hi. How are you? Um... Margo? Yes? How are you? I'm fine. Oh, okay. There, I had, I had to Why adjust... Why am I echoing again? Oh, it'll go away in just a second. Okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you liking uh, Tennessee? I'm I'm absolutely loving Tennessee. Um, I got really cool mail today from uh, Ed the Green and his beautiful wife Jamie. What'd you get? I got, and I didn't know they made such a thing. Of all the times that I have spent in canning aisles. Never in my life did I know that they built a cap and a straw for regular mouth mason jars. Really? I got four of them today in the mail from Ed and Jamie. Wow. They're freaking awesome. Yeah. Oh, and, and the other thing. So in amongst me trying to figure out what the fuck that tree was, which it is, it uh-huh. is, it is, a, it's a, it's a foxglove tree, and it's nothing like the foxglove plant, which they make um, digitalis and whatever out of. It's only called the foxglove tree here in the United States because the flower it gets resembles the flower on the foxglove plant, the plant being poisonous. Um, right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, when I had grandchildren, I dug up on my foxglove and gave it away. I did. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's not something you want kids playing with. Yeah, no, because Emily loves, has always loved, and I knew she was going to, um, flowers. Her mom did when she Pick was flowers. little. Yeah, yeah Jesse was always picking flowers, and Emily was a carbon copy of Jesse, so I knew that was going to happen. Dug them all up, get rid of them. But anyway, so the damn tree, which I was really hoping was a nut tree. It's not. Um, it's a, a, a Japanese empress tree. And it then it's got a big, long, technical name that I'm not even going to attempt to fucking pronounce. Just not going to happen. So anyway, so the tree is not a nut tree. So I'm bitching on Facebook about I wanted to find a nut tree on this four and a half acres of land that wasn't a fucking acorn because acorns are useless. Well. Acorns are such a pain in the ass. But they're not useless. No, they're not, but they're a major pain in the ass. But they're not useless. Of no, course, oak, oak is work, worth a lot when, when you cut it and send it to the sawmill. Yes. But other than that, you know, I mean, I always thought that acorns were f- pointless because all they did was attract squirrels that were going to get in your attic and make a fucking mess. And, and they, they come out of the lawnmower like an, an IED. Um <laughs> You know, and but no, yeah, um, we we've been known to scoop them up and uh, dump them behind our house, and the deer will come and get them. 
I am making acorn flour. You're going to try it? Yeah. You'll Hell, have to let me know how you like it. Hell yeah, I'm going to try it. Um, I, the acorns are shelled and they're soaking to get uh, the tannins out of them so that they don't taste right. bitter as shit. But yeah. Um, yeah, so everybody bitching about vape shows on this network, not talking about vaping shit, um, sucks to be you. <laughs> but this is this is the shit that goes on in my life. Yeah, I am actually, Megan, going to try and make some acorn flour and do Indian flatbread. So, going to try it. That's what's happening on... Thought, yeah. Yeah, that's what's happening so here, on a farm this week. a question week. for you. How do you keep squirrels from getting in your nut trees and eating all of your nuts? I have yet to see a squirrel, but that's probably thanks to that coyote. We have got a huge pecan tree in our backyard. The fucking squirrels are eating all of the pecans. Oh. I don't Google that I... shit. Oh, yeah. Par says pew pew. A 22 will get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, well, and pew, you know pew. the dogs do a pretty good job chasing them off, but. Your dogs aren't any bigger I than a damn I can't squirrel. They're 24 7. Well, I don't know. Um, Google that shit. Yeah, Par says shoot him. Oliver, Oliver says I don't get think a cat. Two Pomeranians would like a cat. <laughs> well, they might. If you if you get the cat as a kitten. Yeah, we had cats for twenty. In the last one we had, I was like, we can't do this again because I'm allergic to them. Oh, yeah. Well, um, don't get a cat then. Yeah, it, it's I love them to death, but I'm allergic to them. Oh shit. Oh, and, and anybody that know you would. yeah, um, I finally did tally up all of my all of my dehydrated onions, and fifty pounds of onions dehydrated will fit into ten quart jars, give or take. And your neighbors didn't smell it. That just amazes me. Yep, nope, neighbors didn't smell it. Um, I'm actually uh, took and made up some jelly jars full to uh-huh. give. The neighbors. So, I'm gonna. I I will share, share in They're the wild. Doing that but, neighborly thing. Well, you know, I only got ten bucks in the onions, yeah. and some time. Yeah. I mean, no, that's what neighbors do. Yeah. Oh, what else is going on? Um, I I wanted to shoot myself in the head. Wasting an hour of my life watching the debates. Oh fuck! I don't. I I can't even. I just can't. It was just like that's an hour of my life I'll never get back. I, I can't even. Um, you know, and Trump supporters are screaming that you know it was a Trump win and and Hillary was cheating and Hillary supporters are saying that you know he's he's a a temperamental child and can't. Uh, I, they're they're both they're both douchehead fucktards. How did anybody watch that and not think, what the hell? You know, I, um, it I, was just like a, a giant political commercial. And the reason that I caved and, and because Steve really wanted to watch it, we both thought that it would be, there would be lots of opportunities to sit here and laugh our butt off and throw popcorn at the TV. Um, 
No. It made me want to blow my brains out, and then I was pissed because I lost an hour of my life. I'll never get back. <laughs> what, what did Steve say? Hi, Steve. Steve says hi. He says, why are you guys talking politics? <laughs> oh, you, well, tell well, me. We were talking acorns and, and pecans, and then Jenny said, what else? And so... No, oh, no, okay. No. Well, no. we okay. So because Steve says talk about the FDA. Okay, we'll talk about the FDA. I'm going to read this damn story. And I posted this. I posted this link on my Facebook page, but I didn't post it anywhere else. But this is from the Hill, and this was published on the 27th of this month. Um, and it's thehill.com. In case you want to go read it for yourself, but. The White House is reviewing a final rule from the Food and Drug Administration on tobacco products. The rule aims to clarify when the FDA can regulate a product like nicotine gum as a drug or device versus a tobacco product like electronic cigarettes. For the agency, it all comes down to the product's intended use. You guys, how often do you hear me say those words? Intended use. Now pay attention. The FDA sent the rule first proposed on, in September of 2015 to the White House Office of Management and Budget, or the OMB, on Monday. The proposed rule states that tobacco products intended for human consumption are regulated as a drug, device, or combination product if, the intended, if intended for diagnosing or treating a disease. Now, I'm going to read that going to read that one again folks yeah the yeah, proposed rule states that tobacco products intended for human consumption are regulated as a drug device or combination product if intended for diagnosing or treating a disease tobacco products will also be regulated as a drug or device if they contain nicotine that affects the body differently than traditional cigarettes as well as smokeless tobacco products on the market prior to March 21st, 2000. I don't know why the different date, folks, but there's a different date in there. Now, that part bears being read again also. Yes. Tobacco products will also be regulated as a drug or device if they contain nicotine that affects the body differently than traditional cigarettes, as well as smokeless tobacco products on the market prior to March 21, 2000. The agency wants to keep a close eye on products that contain tobacco and claim to help consumers quit smoking. Yeah, it is... In its proposed rulemaking, the FDA said it has approved a number of drug products made or derived from tobacco as nicotine replacement therapies to reduce withdrawal symptoms including nicotine cravings associated with quitting smoking. Given the availability of FDA-approved drugs for smoking cessation, FDA believes that consumers are particularly susceptible to confusion where products made or derived from tobacco that otherwise appear to be products intended for recreational use make claims related to quitting smoking, the rulemaking said. FDA spokesman Michael Felderbaum said it would not be appropriate for the agency to discuss the rule in detail since it is under review at the OMB. Now, Margot, 
Is that disturbing on a whole new level? Is this, is this, okay, I have been saying a lot of shit. And there have been a lot of people telling me, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. That's not what they were trying to get at. I think they yeah. just, I think, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the rule submitted is exactly what I said was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks that, well, a shop can say, come see us and quit smoking. Um, no, you can't. And this is why. If they were a pharmaceutical product, they could. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the big thing that got me in all of that was th- there were two things that hit me, and I went, huh? The first one was the date, and I haven't had time yet to go look, but it made me wonder, and my brain just can't remember, when the patches were available over the counter. March I don't 21st, know 2000. If items tie into that date or not. And the other thing that made me go, huh? Was that the OMB is reviewing this? Well, the OMB had to review our regs. Sure. So we're reviewing more? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah, it's... Well, they always said uh, that there would be additional rule to follow. Mm-hmm. They never, they never tried to hide that. People just didn't pay no. attention to it. How many times was Zeller quoted as saying... We have to be granted rule... To make rules. Yeah. Too many to count. We have to have the authority to regulate them. They didn't try to hide that. No. That, that's been out there for years. Now, and see, and here's the thing. And the part that, and I kept reading it again, and I and I keep saying that, and I'm going to keep repeating this thing uh, until people go, oh, shit. Oh, the proposed rule states that tobacco products intended for human consumption are regulated as a drug, device, or combination product if intended for diagnosing or treating a disease. Tobacco addiction is now considered a disease, folks. We know this. This isn't this. That's not new. The fact no. that they have said smoking addiction and nicotine addiction is a disease is not new. So that little line right there should be very disturbing to people. This is where I get to. Cuss profusely, correct? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel better. A little. Now, in and this this is in the hill, folks. 
Okay, so this isn't some pro-vaping organization that printed this shit. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. It's not. This is this is not our spin on something. This was this was printed on the hill. So there you go. Yeah. Now the other thing that really kinda makes me not warm and fuzzy. Um Tobacco products will also be regulated as a drug or device if they contain nicotine that affects the body differently than traditional cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big alarm for me. Kind of smells like a backdoor into the overruling the uh, court from 2007, doesn't it? Well... And how about the fact that there are no tobacco alkaloids in our neck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff, obviously, coming down the pipe. Um, the last two years... To qualify for health insurance through Steve's work, we have to do all the wellness testing and stuff. And uh, they were doing blood tests to check for cocaine levels to determine if you were a smoker or not. This year, they're not doing it. But on the form, you have to mark. It says, do you use any form of nicotine to include cigarettes, cigars, pipes, Patches, gum, e-cigarettes, hookah, and I mean, it lists snut everything, chew, snut, you name it. And it's like, aha. Um, so I strongly suspect that for next year's insurance premiums, I'm going to get thrown back in to a smoking category. Because I'm not going to lie to them. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lie to them. Uh, number one, that's just not how I roll. And number two, all they'd have to do is look at my stuff on Facebook and go, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but, and, uh, you know, and, and so they're talking some, about yeah, nicotine that affects the body part. differently than traditional cigarettes. And, yeah. and of course, this is the FDA, so it's, it's it, as clear as mud. But, sure. um... Is that little bit of that rule going to automatically classify non-tobacco nicotine and synthetic nicotine as a drug? I would say so. That's my look on it. I would say so. And that's my own personal opinion. I am not an attorney. Um, I do, however have some first-hand dealings with how the FDA rolls. And, uh, no, this, none of this surprises me. Um, nor was I surprised in one week where I saw they were removing the black box warnings off Chantix, and then they were putting them back on, and then they were taking them off, and then they were putting them back on. Um, I think they're. I if think they're. They're. Yeah, they're only getting started. Um, we're not. We're not done with them. 
Um, oh, no. I, I think they're expecting to get slapped up in court. Um, but I, I don't think that the 499 pages of regs was the end. Mm-mm. That no. just may be me being gloom and doom, and I'm trying not to be, and you know me, Margo, I try to do this glass half full bullshit all the time. Yeah, but it's kind of hard when someone's trying to dump the glass over. They are, they are so not done with us, and they are definitely looking at avenues to come after us in every way possible. Um, this rule that they sent on Monday is a whole new scary bunch of shit. I would really like to see had a chance to look at it. Yep. I would really like to see what the various attorneys and groups that we have think of this crap. But, um, yeah, that, that article scared me. Um, mm-hmm. That that article did verify Honestly, that, yeah, they're not as done as I thought they weren't. Oh so. hell no! Did you hell did no. you read the the Cinovation, uh, Jeff Steyer? No. He he wrote a whole article. He wrote a whole paper, and I'll I'll put this short link in here in the chat, but. Um, I really It's not coming to mind, so Yeah, I have a lot of respect for Jeff Steyer. E cigarettes has split the public health lobby in two. On one side are those focused on harm reduction who see e cigs as a substantially safer alternative to cigarettes for people who are already smokers. On the other are those I who see this, yeah. Yeah, are, on the other are those who see fundamental lifestyle changes as the goal for smokers and e cigs as an obstacle to that. Unfortunately, this latter group seems to be winning out. Although Public Health England found that e-cigarettes are 95% less harmful than tobacco cigarettes, many public health activists and lawmakers remain staunchly opposed to the very products smokers are choosing. Why? This essay attempts to understand the motivations of public health campaigners against e-cigarettes and outline how, despite their rhetoric, their actions are making the product landscape worse for smokers' health. The challenge. For decades now, the dangers of smoking have well been known widely and publicized. Scientists have detailed through incomplete understanding of why smokers, of why smoking harms so many functions of the human body. Professor, Professor Michael Russell observed that people smoke for the nicotine, but they die from the tar 40 years ago. In his 2009 obituary, The Guardian said Russell is rightly regarded as the father of effective treatment to help smokers quit. Governments have tried countless different approaches to get people to stop smoking, including warning labels, plain packaging experience, smoking bans, public service campaigns, counseling, and syntaxes. These have worked with varying degrees of success. Anti-smoking campaigners frequently overstate their efficacy. Is that the way you say that word? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. For example, recently, Action on Smoking and Health, Ash, assholes, attributed, <laughs> attributed a fall in smoking numbers to plain packaging, a policy that had not yet been introduced during the sample period. 
Go figure. Yeah. Yet in terms of the speed and volume with which they have been adopted by smokers in e-cigarettes and other reduced-risk tobacco products, it is the private sector, driven by the profit motive, that may have the final answer to the early death and disease that harms smokers. Smokers want an enjoyable nicotine delivery without the harm. If you offer that to them, they will take it. The rapid adoption of e-cigs has been remarkable. Nearly 3 million Britons use e-cigarettes, virtually all of whom are either current smokers or people who have given up smoking entirely. A 2013 study found that even at the early stage and before widespread advertising of e-cigs, three-quarters of U.S. smokers were aware of the devices and almost half were open to using them in the future. And multiple studies have concluded that smoking e-cigarettes is at least 95% safer than smoking conventional cigarettes. Professor Russell would have marveled at the simplicity. Nicotine delivered satisfyingly without the smoke and other ingredients in the burned tobacco. Yet the well-intentioned public sector is failing its own mission by opposing e-cigarettes and similar products after years of trying to help smokers quit. Oh, that's because it might actually that, work and then they work themselves right out of a job. something I've screamed from the beginning. Where the fuck is the real concern about public health? It's not there. Well, but they don't have a job if there's no, no market for their brand of bullshit. They don't have a job and a lot of them lose their moral soapbox. Because there are some of the, these people in these groups that they could give a shit how you get your nicotine. There, some people are even against patches and gum. Mm -hmm. um, because as long as it's there, that's their cause to fight the evil demon that's going to kill all of our children. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and he goes on to talk about that, too, because it's um, mm -hmm. the self-defeating health lobby. Because e-cigarettes are so much safer and so effective at getting smokers to quit or cut down. Through the lens of harm reduction, every vape shop employee who works with a smoker to identify a satisfying and appealing e-cigarette should be viewed as a frontline quit smoking counselor. This counselor picks up where the existing resources couldn't or wouldn't effectively reach. In fact, the vape shop worker has the potential to be far more effective, especially for entrenched smokers. Furthermore, he or she doesn't cost the taxpayers a penny unless we count the lost tax revenue that would be lost when the customer quits smoking and no longer has to pay sin taxes on cigarettes. So-called public yeah. health officials and campaigners are actively working to restrict marketing of e-cigarettes, even to adults. Yet the advertising of lower-risk products to adult smokers should be heralded as a public health innovation and privately funded, effective public service campaign. Hmm. Yes. Imagine that. Imagine that. So public health actually interested in public health. Yeah, not going to happen. And why not? Douchebag motherfucking. Yeah. Um. Six-figure salaries. It hasn't. It it, it hasn't. Six, six-figure salaries, folks. That's why it doesn't happen. Yeah. 
Six figure salary. Yeah. It it's uh uh-uh. as long as the pharmaceutical industry has even a small finger in this. Uh-uh. Not gonna happen. And yet here we sit fighting amongst ourselves, acting like a bunch of fucking two year olds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Throwing juice lines out there in, in bags that look like they're Capri Sun drinks. Oh that by the way. <sighs> so Boy that sure helps us, doesn't it? Yeah. The 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 fucking juice box thing. I you know, I don't think I know anybody that is involved with that. And and if I do know anybody that's involved with it, I'm about to get unfriended, unfollowed, unwhatever by these people. I just started playing um uh Angry Birds 2. I like Angry Birds. I like blowing up shit with birds. It's it's funny. Okay. Yeah. So in in Angry Birds 2, they they pause you for commercial breaks. I'm not even kidding. Never said. Guess what one of them is for? Oh, no. Freaking juice boxes. No and guess way. And guess what they look just like? These juice boxes. Oh. I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, why does that look familiar to me? So I'm staring at this ad, this pop-up ad in my Angry Birds 2 game. And it looks identical to, not identical, but it looks enough like it, close enough to it, that I was like, you stupid bastards. I I do not understand the logic of creating a product line intended for adults that looks like a product your eight-year-old would beg you for in the store. You know, it's even deeper than that. I don't understand the lack of brain cells involved in putting a product out there knowing what the industry is up against right now. And and what I don't get more than that or yeah. do you really want to see everything collapse? I understand that they want a quick buck. I understand it. It's it's painfully apparent to me that they are in it for quick cash. I get that. I understand that. There's a lot of people out there trying to make fast money. Sure. Not just in vaping. There's There's people all over the planet trying to make fast money oh, yeah. doing different things. I get that. But what I don't get is how anybody that gives a shit about their continued vaping. Ooh, mods down. If I knock my Provari over one more time today, <laughs> I'm going to have to put vape bands on it. Um, I do not understand vapors giving them this fast money. Bankrupt these people. Yeah. Yeah. I, and thank God I've never seen anyone with one of those products in their hand. I get messages from people going, but the juice is money. but the juice is great. 
it cannot be that good. It this e-liquid cannot if it is or not. It cannot be so good that you would help them give the ants ammunition to use against us. I just don't see the logic in doing this. It's kind of like the the douchebag vapor at the state or at the county fair here. Do I think that vaping out of doors should be banned anywhere? No, I don't. I think it's I think it's it's absolutely stupid. But if you're going to do it, if you're going to sit in a crowd with a whole bunch of little kids around and parents that have no idea about vaping, I mean, good. I'm in the freaking Bible Belt here, folks. If if you're going to blow clouds, which you know, I just think is tacky. It's like somebody. Place. It's like somebody walking in front of me and farting. I don't appreciate that either. Yeah. You you ought to at least be of the attitude that you are willing to explain to these people how what you're doing is not going to harm their children. If not, stay home. Don't be a dick. I just do not, for the life of me, understand the logic that we as vapors are employing in our minds when we blow clouds around a bunch of little kids and when we support a company that is actively providing ammunition to be held up in congressional hearings with, do you see this? They're marketing to children. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of congressional, did you watch the beautiful thing that unfolded in Pennsylvania? Yes, I did. I was so thrilled. It's finally, 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 there was a huge mass of people that got together. Everyone was being respectful. Everyone was being polite. Everyone put on their their Sunday best um, and presented themselves in an adult fashion. Uh-huh. And look what happened. Did you see anybody blowing clouds? No. No. Yeah. That That whole little thing did my heart good. Um, and Chris Hughes is still running for office. Yeah, people need to write him in. Yes. Um, if you're in Pennsylvania, if you have families in Pennsylvania, um, yeah, uh, write in Chris Hughes. Yeah, he's running on a write-in ticket. And um, I I would love to see him uh, elected to office. Not only because I think a limited government is a better government, but because he is a very level-headed man um, who is not swayed. Yeah, who and he is not swayed by um, political bullshit. So, not the type of individual to be bought and sold. Not so much. Um. Did you see the most recent suicide by cop? 
the one in California. Where there's mod today. Yeah. Yeah, Steve. I got up this morning and he said, "You're not going to believe this." A, a guy got shot for pretending that his mod was a gun. Yeah. And I looked at him like he was insane. No. And he read the article to me, and by the time I got online to try to find it, almost everyone, thankfully, had removed the reference to e-cigarettes in their stories. Um, I really had to hunt to find something that, yeah, apparently he had a stainless steel mod, and he pulled it out and pretended it was a gun, so they shot him. Well, I mean, in... Every account that I've read of this has unfortunately only cemented uh, suicide by cop in my brain. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that I'd have made a different decision had I been a police officer, you know. And I don't think that these guys get up and go to work every day thinking that they're going to kill somebody. And you know. I yeah. don't. Um, we have two nephews that are police officers. One of them's in Dallas. Oh, Jesus. And let me tell you, when all the shit broke down there, we were freaking. It's like, oh, my God, tell me he's not at work. Tell me he had the night off. Um, because we know these two boys. And the last thing that is on their mind when they go to work is having to shoot or being shot at. Um, do I think that there's a problem in certain communities? Probably. But you know what? That's a problem in a community, and it's not just limited to the police. There's assholes everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That's... Yeah, like that, like that nanny that they just busted. Not nanny, but the daycare lady that was abusing these all these kids. Um, mm-hmm. there, there are assholes everywhere. Um, you know, and I mean, I, I, it's scary. And I don't know if this kind of creepy, awful, horrid shit has always happened and we just didn't know about it because the internet wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um, and, and all these young kids are going, huh? Yes, people, some of us were raised in an age when the internet wasn't a thing. And the only time you heard anything on the news was at 6 o'clock, 5.30 and 6 o'clock at night. Yeah, I never saw MTV until I was 18. Oh, hell, I was married when MTV came on. Um, I wasn't married, but uh, no, I was, I was 18 years old before I ever saw MTV. I'd heard of MTV. But the cable company, you know, the, yeah, no, there was no MTV where yeah. I was raised. No, I'm saying we were already married before MTV even came out. Yeah. Um, hell, I, I remember big time excitement was waiting for Ed Sullivan to come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, Jimmy Carter was president when, Man. when Steve and I got married. So, yeah, and I don't know either. Does does that make it worse? Are we hearing more about it? Does it encourage copycat stuff? 
is it you know and i don't is it is it the breakdown of of family um because that's a real thing now um yeah you know my family we are really we are really bad at this um we don't need at the dining room table we don't um we eat dinner in the living room we we always have We do a lot in the living room. I mean, yeah. If the whole family's here, then it's like, no, the kitchen and the dining room are both full. But when it's just us, no, it's pretty casual. You eat wherever the hell you want to eat. But, I mean, I don't know if it's that we see more of this scary, horrid shit that that goes on. I mean, because the, the world is literally at your fingertips at the Internet. Or, yeah. I, you know, I don't know if it's, if it's just that you, you, you hear about something that you would have normally had to wait for National Geographic to cover or, yeah, or if it's just that, you know, everybody, we are now in a society of where everybody has been wronged in some way and your actions can be explained and blame placed on someone else um because we have a lot of that you know that and i'm sorry that that shit is starting to really piss me off somebody had thrown up a video of a 15 year old girl that apparently she had been riding her bike and she ran into a car and it knocked her out cold for a few minutes and so the the police showed up and the, you know, paramedics and everyone was there. Um, she's 15 years old. They weren't going to take her to the hospital, so they said, well, we need your name because we have to contact your parents so they can come and get you. And she wouldn't do it. And this little gal started throwing a shit fit to beat the band, cussing the cops out, um, screaming, yelling, kicking, um, refusing to cooperate in any way, shape, or form. The 15-year-old girl happened to be black. And when a friend of mine had posted this story, I put a comment on there saying, basically, I see a 15-year-old brat, and I was actually thinking, she's probably throwing a shit fit because she's afraid that if her parents show up, she's going to get her ass kicked for being such a dumb shit to begin with. And I kind of start getting slammed in, in, in a roundabout way, saying I don't understand that there's a problem, that it's a race thing. And I came back with the comment, this is part of the problem. Because, you know, when I watched that, the color of that child's skin didn't enter into any of my thoughts. She could have been purple. She could have been green. She she could have been glow-in-the-dark neon pink. It was a 15-year-old brat throwing a shit fit. And everyone has lost sight of the fact that the color of your skin doesn't matter. We're all human beings. And if you're going to be an asshole, then you're going to get treated like an asshole. You know, I have and I have repeatedly lately posted that quote from Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. 
I don't give a shit what color you are. I'm going to judge you by your actions. Um, but exactly. Martin Luther King said something. He, you know, something. Um, he wanted his children to grow up in a society that judged them not by the color of their skin, but by their character. And I think that is what everybody has lost sight of: is judging things by the character of the people doing them. Um, and th- and that's important, and that's big. And but you know. I had somebody tell me that the only reason I like that quote is because I'm actually a racist. You know, I have my nephews, my nephew's wife would argue that my nephew's wife would definitely say that I am not (laughs) a racist. I have two great nephews who are the most awesome kids in the entire world, absolutely adore these boys. And they tell their dad constantly, Aunt Jeannie's awesome. And he's like, no, she's mean. They're like, no, she's really awesome, Dad. You must have been a brat. He was a brat. (laughs) He really was. Andrew, if you ever listen to this replay, you were an asshole child. Riley and Hunter are awesome. Just saying. Um, No, he was. My nephew was a little asshole. Uh, and when he was a teenager, but he grew he, up, right? You well, know, when he was a teenager, he was an even bigger asshole. And when he was in his but he early, grew up. yeah, when he was in his early twenties, he was an even bigger asshole yet. Did he ever grow up? Uh, he's getting there. Okay, <laughs> I mean, because there are some people that truly they never do. No, he is. He's getting. They remain assholes. He's, he's getting there in their sixties and seventies. No, he he's getting there. Oh no. I'm telling you what, when this child hits, I'm so glad I will be deadened in the ground before they have to put this kid in a nursing home because he is going to be that, that, (laughs) and he's going to be that miserable, obnoxious asshole that all the nurses draw straws at who's got to go feed him his, his Prozac. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be such an asshole when he's an old man. Oh, God. Bernie, what did B say the other day? Bernie, so, I don't know. Bernie did something. His dad and I were messing with him. And B turns around and he looks at his dad and I and he says, you know what? I'm going to remember that. When it's time to put you in a nursing home, I'm going to find one of them work camp ones. He says, <laughs> I said, work camp ones? He said, yeah, not Nazi kind, just like prison kind. <laughs> So my 17-year-old is already plotting revenge against his dad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where these these prison-like work camps are for um, for old folks, but um, I think I better start finding out. Yeah. <laughs> to, to to the few of the people on on that are on the payroll, start sending them Christmas gifts so they'll like you ahead of time. Yeah, but that just absolutely cracks me up. Um, and I guess I should be really impressed that my, my 17-year-old actually knows what a Nazi work camp was like um, and that there are prison chain gangs. Um, 
because you know I, I you're the one you're the one that posted the thing with all the college kids where they were asking the college kids questions about who was in the civil war yeah and they were like oh it was england and france yeah so yeah. i guess i guess in that vein of thinking i should be really glad that my child knows something about history but yeah, that he is he is plotting revenge on his dad and I when we're old enough that we have to be confined to care. Um, what kind of care facility he's gonna look for? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but it, no, it's the, it's it's a complete clusterfuck no matter what direction you turn. Um, and it's and, and I just can't help but think years that, ago if it was going to be like this, I would have laughed and said, "You're out of your mind." Of course it's not going to get this way. But the whole so, this whole race war thing is being perpetuated by the media and the government and everybody's just making it worse and I mean and oh my Christ after the debates. Do you remember the the to do when with Donald Trump and the Miss Universe? Which time? There's been so many. The, the the Venezuelan girl or Mexican girl or Puerto I don't know this with the the Spanish speaking young lady, um yeah and Hillary brought it up in the in the debates about you know he called her Miss Piggy and said she was fat and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And they had her on a television program, and she was just traumatized by the things that he said. Should he have said them? No. He shouldn't have said them. No. But shouldn't she I, have reacted that way? I grew no. up yeah, I grew up with a I was a I was a really big tomboy. I didn't wear dresses, I didn't play with dolls. You know, I was the one out in the field with the guys digging actual foxholes so that we could have BB gun wars where we actually shot at each other. And up in the trees. And, and yeah, climbing yeah, trees and, and racing motorcycles and, and playing tag on, on motorcycles. Um, yeah, Barefooted that... the creek vision. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. Um, mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I, we were in 10th grade and they were, they were doing like May Court or something. And, and I don't even know why it bothered me. But they were making this list of all the people that got nominated for this and I'm like son of a bitch nobody even mentioned me and my friend Rod looked at me and he goes well why would they and I'm like um still a girl and he just and, and he looked at me and he went well yeah but not that kind of girl and I'm that like well girl. Yeah. What, do you, what do you mean that kind of girl He's like, well, you're you're real people. And at that moment, I was no longer offended. Yep. You know, so here I am, this this tomboy girl running around and getting dirty and and playing war and. They nicknamed me. Talking was my hero. Well, they nicknamed me Fraser because my last name okay. was Kaiser. It, I, if, if I know. 
Okay. I didn't grow up traumatized because people made up a name that was in that implied a derogatory nature. It was a nickname, and you just went with it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. You know, I, we had I had a friend of mine um, who happened. He died here about five years ago, but um, he was always chubby. Always. And I went, I was up, I think it was like alumni weekend or something, or it was after the gunner. I don't even remember what it was, but Paul and I went to the bar. I mean, we never go to the bar. You know, it was maybe once a year after the gun raffle that we went to the bar or on the rare occasion that I decided I wanted to go to alumni. And mm-hmm. um, I walked up to the bar to get something and somebody grabbed my ass. And of course, you know, this is me. I turned around ready to smack somebody in the face with going yeah and there he is and i called him by name i said gary what the hell is wrong with you who do you think you're what what the fuck is wrong with your brain and he's looking he's just trashed just completely and totally trashed and he's looking at me and he went oh fuck sorry jeanette and the bartender looks at me and the bartender goes, what did you just call him? I said, Gary. Why? She said, why would you call him Gary? And I looked at her and I'm like, because it's That's his fucking his name? name. He was in his mid 40s when he died. And I mean to tell you. of the people in that little bitty small town knew him by nothing other than Chubby. Because that was his name. That nickname stuck all that time. Yeah. He wasn't an alcoholic because he had the nickname Chubby. He was an alcoholic because he liked to drink. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, had nothing to do with... But... Everybody gets so butt hurt. Nobody wants to get the fuck over anything. Mm-mm. Everyone has become exceptionally thin-skinned. And, uh, and it doesn't matter over what. Yeah. Well, I, no, I don't get it. Do I think that social media and the Internet have made it worse? Probably so. Uh Do do I think that either one need to go away? No. But do I think everybody needs to put their big panties on and move on? Yeah. I just, I, I have to look at this with my tinfoil hat securely on my head and say that I think little things have become big things because politicians have fueled the fires oh, yeah. of them. Oh yeah, big time. And they've done nothing to try to put out the bad fires. Not a thing. Those seem to get perpetuated. So how the fuck did we get on this? 
I don't know. Jesus, I feel like Ask I'm Steve. talking to Jan. Ask Steve. How, Steve, how did we get on to this? <laughs> this is a random moo shiny, I guess. I don't know. That turned really dark and morbid. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I know how we got on. I was talking about the dumbass that pulled his mod out after refusing to follow police's instructions and ended up tased yeah. and then shot. Um, you know, guy, I'm, I'm really sorry that you're dead, but what the hell? Um, well, and because of the climate today, uh, fucking around with a cop is just a bad idea. I don't give a shit who you are. And it's always been a bad idea, but it's even more of a bad idea right now. People need to stop dying. Um, they need to, the cops need to stop shooting people. People need to stop doing death by cop. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's horrid. Um, and the only reason we ended up talking about this fucking subject was this poor guy. Yes, I understand the man was mentally ill. Duro, I really, I do. I understand that. But the fact remains that it it was suicide by cop. Um, you know, I don't see as they really had much. Well, and if the climate wasn't set the way it is right now, would it have turned out that way? I don't know. You know, it's unfortunate. That particular scenario is a lose-lose no matter how you look at it. Well, I mean, and obviously it's a lose when anybody dies. Um, well, no, I I really can't say that because I'm pro-death penalty. And, and I just made Jan want to crawl in a hole and die and never speak to me again. But I am pro-death penalty. Um, you know, I... I Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, yeah. I got a friend of mine that, every time I say that, I got a friend of mine that points out the fact that Charles Manson never killed anybody. No, he just encouraged a lot of people to do it. See, but I'm, did you ever see the movie Escape from New York? No. I, I, it's just, and I don't think it needs to happen to New York. But my thing is, you, why why waste the money housing them and, and killing them? Put them on a deserted island and drop them with basic survival gear and a pack of seeds. Some oh rope, yeah, no. See, I've said that. Harp. I've said that for a long time. Alcatraz. They need to open Alcatraz back up. What they need to do and put a few piranha. Yeah, is you know take the these serial killers and shit and and. Put them all out there. And let them kill each other. And, and give them simple farming tools and a couple cows and yeah. some sheep and some eat, seeds. And, food. Yeah, if you, if you people want it, want it, you want to live, um, then well, here here's your means to survive. But we're not going to yeah. give you anything else. And then just have yeah. some boats that circle the island, you know. And you tell them, anybody mm-hmm. that gets more than waist deep in the water, we're going to shoot you. We're going to shoot you. <laughs> and be done with it. Um, and I know yeah. that sounds sick, and I'm probably got a lot of people that are out there going, "Oh my God, you're a horrible human being." Um, well, then so am I. But you know what? If you do that, you're technically you're you're not putting anyone to death. It's up to them to keep their own ass alive. You have you have, have given them the that. means to provide for themselves, and you have sec- uh-huh. made sure that they are securely away from innocent people. 
I think that's a plan. Of course, wasn't I, Australia? I Australia was started as a penal colony. There's a lot to be said for cramming them all on an island. And, uh, you know, and if a hurricane comes, when the hurricane's gone, you do an airdrop of some fresh supplies. You know, they yeah, they probably lost a couple of dozen shovels and they probably need some more seed packets and maybe a few chickens or whatever, you know, yeah. Yeah. How oh. much easier and cheaper would that be? Speaking of chickens, I got two more chickens. So how long are you gonna let your rooster do his thing? Well, he can do his thing till he decides he's going to, you know, not do his thing. If he's mean, um, if he gets mean, if he comes after me or Bernie or Paul or the, the rabbits or the dog, whatever, you know, I'll make soup out of him then. Yeah. But no, he's, uh, he's pretty mild. Um, he's, he's pretty mild mannered. He'll get, I mean, he'll. He's got a pretty good size hair on though, so. Yeah, he, he'll walk right in front of Ruger to get to the. <laughs> to get to the food so i mean he's not afraid of the dog he's not aggressive with the dog you know so it's all good but we did we did get two more girls to add to his harem so he's got a harem of 12 now oh my god (laughs) and the sad thing is he's the prettiest one of the bunch (laughs) yeah fucked up Oh, whatever. Um, you know, it it is what it is with birds, I guess, because most birds, it's the it's the males that are pretty and the the girls that are yeah, drab. They got to do something to strut their stuff. Huh. Evidently, I mean, you know, he's he doesn't have a problem getting any because he's got twelve of them. <laughs> we do we do have eggs so, too. We have, do have, have fertilized eggs. Any fertilized eggs yet? Yes. We do. Um, I have one of my one of my hens is nice and broody. Um, she drew blood on Paul the other day. Ooh. Well, he was trying to get eggs out from underneath of her. Uh-huh. Your birds are used to laying and traveling. And I said to Paul, I said she doesn't peck me. Her name is Pecks a lot. <laughs> She's one of the ones that's named. There's there's Speck and Pexalot and Pretty Boy. Um, so yeah, but my oldest one, the oldest hen, and the one that's likes to sit eggs, and the rooster are the only ones that that have names. But yeah, we do. Um, she does have eggs under her. Um, but and not that anybody cares. Anybody listen to this? City people won't give a fuck. But so I'm looking, I'm like, okay, so how are we doing this? Because there happens to be more eggs under her every day. We can't just let her sit. She's laying while she's brooding. Oh, my. Well, they're not all hers. When she gets gets down to eat, somebody else jumps up in there. And yeah, because it's not, I mean, you know, we only have six nesting boxes and they like to use two. Just two. And she's in one of those two. So I'm like, so how the how the hell do we do this? You know, because it at some point, I mean, these these eggs are going to start hatching, and so you're going to have two hatch today, and two tomorrow, and two the day after, and two the day. After. What the fuck? You know, what'll happen here? So I started reading up, and so you city folks that didn't know shit about chickens, well, guess what? I didn't know shit about chickens either, but I do now. I'm I'm learning. 
learning a little bit every day. There's a trick to this. If you're going to leave her in the chicken house, which is perfectly fine, you can have a hen with fertilized eggs under her in the chicken house. It, it's, it's been done that way for thousands of years. Not thousands of years. I don't know if chickens have ex ex existed that long. But anyway. Um, but they said there's an easy way to do it when you know that people are, when you know that other hens are going in there and laying other eggs in there. You take a marker out and you take a Sharpie marker and you put a circle around the eggs. And then okay. every day, every day when you Once go out. show up that aren't marked are new ways. Are new eggs and you can take them out and put them in the refrigerator. Makes sense. Paul and I were like, whoa, fucking duh. Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. So, yes, so now we, we have, you know, we have 12 hens and the strut and cock and fertilized eggs underneath it there, and they've all got a black Sharpie marker ring around them so that we know what wants to take. <laughs> like, this is what happens, you know, and uh, Shingle House is a small town, you know. I mean, I was raised in the middle of fucking nowhere, but I was not a farmer. Yeah. I never spent any time on farms. I don't know any of this shit. So we're learning as we go. So the things that we learned this week is how to make acorn flour and how to tell which are old eggs and which are new when you have a hen that's in the hen house that's sitting on fertilized eggs that are going to hatch out into cute little fuzzy chickens. See, and when I was a kid, we had, there, there were cows and pigs and horses didn't do chickens. Um, so yeah, but the Sharpie makes perfect sense. Okay. And you're going to have to let me know how you like the acorn flour. Um, the, the two times I've tasted something that was made out of it, I wasn't real happy about it. Um, maybe they didn't do it right. I don't know. Well, we're going to try it and find out and see when I do it. If I won't. It works. I won't. Yeah, let me know because my God. There's yeah, I won't tell. And, well, and that's another Shit, thing. I could probably that's, make a thousand pounds of flour. Yes, little known fact. I mean, the Indians used to make all of their flour out of acorns. Um, I, I mean, and it was a acorn flour is not a new thing. You know, it's just one of them things that sort of went out of vogue. Um, yeah. People started cutting down all of their oak trees and clearing the fields, you know, clearing the land in the fields to plant corn. Wheat and corn, yeah. So there's that. I've got that. to find out what the hell I can do to save my pecan tree from the fucking squirrels because it's really pissing me off. Google. Yeah. Oh, and um, my... My uh, PVC pipe hydroponic system, the big, the U-shaped one. Had, yeah, that you, your big one you moved? Yep, we moved. Um, it is set up, not where I would ideally like to have it, but right now it is set up on the, my front patio next to the koi pond and the goldfish pond because I'm pumping water. Okay. I'm pumping water out of that pond and through the hydroponic system and back into the pond. So we have our Whoa. first, yeah, we have our first aquaponic. That egg. actually turns it into an aquaponic. Yes, ma'am. So weed. So we'll see. 
Um, I put all the plants in there yesterday and when I went out to check it today, um, really hoping that things weren't dying off. Um, I think that my squash plants have doubled in size overnight. So we will see what happens. I think you'll have better luck with that. Well. Yeah. Aquaponics is supposed to be a lot better than just hydroponics. Well, and if it, it's that organic stuff, you know. Yeah, if it works, um, okay. I won't say well. I won't say great. But if if this works okay, um, then my next step will be uh, IBC tanks with white perch with perch in them in the greenhouse. Yeah, because that was my next question is that's on, if that's on your front porch, that's actually exposed to the elements. I know it's not going to be as much winter as you're used to, but you're going to have some winter. Oh, I know. No, no, no. We're just, this was um, anything that the planting guide said that I could plant in August and September, I planted. Okay. You know, nope, that was it. That was all I did was I planted those. But um, if it works out okay then the next step will be to do a full aquaponic system in the greenhouse with fish that I can eat. And by now, the way, did, my goldfish... Did it come with a greenhouse or are you putting one up? I brought my greenhouse. You brought your greenhouse with you. Okay. My 30... Yeah, my, my greenhouse is 22 feet wide and 30 feet long. Yes, we took it down and I brought my greenhouse with me. Fuck that, leaving it you in Pennsylvania. Yeah, completely and totally fuck that. It was not staying in Pennsylvania. I brought my greenhouse. Yeah, so, you bested your butt on that. Yes, ma'am. Yep, we numbered all the boards when we took them down from the back wall and everything. No, 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 it's here. Cool. It's laying underneath the, the back deck right at the moment, but I brought it. <laughs> so... I'm getting ready to uh, tomorrow get some. Uh, I've got potatoes I've hung on in, hung on to, and there the eyes are getting nice and big. Get those out in the greenhouse because they'll do really good out there. We've had, yeah, it got down in the low 40s here last night, and it's like, hmm, I can actually start putting some stuff in the greenhouse now because if I have to be careful here, uh, it just gets too fucking hot. Uh-huh. Even with fans and windows and everything, it doesn't mean when it's 100 degrees, that green, you can, no, it'll kill anything in there. Uh-huh. So there's certain times of the year that it just sits there, oh, you have a glass room. Well, Boy, you should yep. you should come and visit me because I have enough shade cloth to cover my greenhouse three times over. You're not that far from me now. I know. See, and I could send you home with enough shade cloth to cover your greenhouse. And you I wouldn't have to worry about it getting so hot. house in under 10 hours. I do. Because we can get from here to uh, Memphis in about eight. Okay, now that we've completely deviated from vaping again... <laughs> so what'd you think oh. of that uh, shisha strawberry 
oh, I like the sheets of strawberry, but that was not my, my main goal of getting you on here. Besides, I wanted you to help me bitch about um, the FDA and yeah. Jeff Steyer's yeah. article. Um, so that's just, that's just the bitch session that keeps on giving. Rumor has it that there was some inspections in shops in your neck of the wood. The first FDA inspection in this area happened. Um, the information I was given, it was an actual FDA agent that did it. Uh, the shop said it was relatively painless, uh, five minutes in and out. The inspector primarily this time around was looking for pre-filled cartomizers. Specifically? Um, and apparently was not happy because, yeah, and they're in and out of the shop because, of course, the shop doesn't sell pre-filled cartomizers. Um, but the inspector wasn't real happy because every fucking convenience store and Walgreens and everywhere else that would be selling that grocery stores around here, grocery stores have them too, uh, liquor stores, any place that sold pre-filled cartomizers, she had to go visit. Um, I found it interesting that it was an actual FDA inspector. Um, that, that kind of surprised me. Around here, I expected it to be local health departments. Um, those are people that are already in place. Mm-hmm. They're already getting paid. Mm-hmm. They are technically already contracted. Um, and unless there's some kind of horrendous epidemic going on, they're sitting at work not doing a whole lot. So it would be well-used funding on the government's part. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was rather interesting, though. Uh, okay, they're, they're already making the rounds. And uh, looking for pre-filled cartomizers at this stage in the game. Yeah, I don't. So, I don't understand why it was specific to pre-filled cartomizers. Got me. Got me. Huh. I don't know. I know all the shops around here are pretty anal about IDing people. Um, they're set up to be adult facilities, not really places you'd expect to see kids. Um, whereas a lot of the convenience stores and the grocery stores and whatnot, you know, there's going to be kids all over the place. It kind of made me wonder if they weren't trying to set up a list of places to send little underage mystery shoppers to go to to nail them for violations because it's money in their pocket. But they gotta start somewhere. Yeah. No, so. they don't. <laughs> well, I wish they didn't, but you know what? I, yeah. I know. Going by what they think they need to do, which is a bunch of sack of bullshit. Uh, heaven forbid. They just mind their own fucking business. But what do I know? According to the regulations, yeah. Uh, Seth. So all I can tell you is apparently that, yeah, they, they were in and out of the shop in five minutes, and the people at the shop got the distinct impression, yeah, because 
apparently she specifically asked if they sold pre-filled cartomizers and then began complaining about all the places she had to go to. So there's that. And that's all I got on that. I know I'm working with a couple of shops locally. We're going to try to uh, get something set up to where we can get enough tickets sold so a billion lives can play here. I'm telling you what, even if it's if it's Chattanooga or Nashville, um, I'll get Paul or Bernie to take me. Well, and you know, my goal in all of this is, do I want to see it? Oh, you bet. I don't know anyone that vapes that doesn't want to. Having said that, if you go see this movie, I think you should feel morally obligated to take at least one or two people with you that are either smokers or don't have a fucking clue about what's going on. And I prefer the latter. Um, This is a documentary. It's designed to educate people. Um, And I know that we're working toward, if we can pull it off, getting enough tickets bought to where all of our local TV, radio, newspaper, and city council members are given tickets, so they will go watch it. Um, I would like to see if there's a way that we could fix it by giving it to the local media sources we're going to give you these tickets, but we'd like for you to make some kind of comment on it on the news or in your paper. Um, I think that's what really needs to happen with this because those of us that vape, we know. We know this shit. We're less than 20% of the population. We need to get the rest of the world on board. And this is a perfect venue to do it. Let's hope. So, that's kind of what I'm messing with right now. Well, here's hoping. I mean, I want to see it too. I I wish yeah, every politician really out there would watch really it, bad. but I doubt I they will. See what? I wish every politician out there would watch it, but I doubt they will. I wish it was mandatory that every politician watched it and then be told, oh, by the way, you know, people that vote for you are watching this, too. Yeah. Okay. I think we're out of here. We're over your hour allotted time, I see. Yes, we are. Lots of shiny moments. Oh, yeah. Probably several that'll get me called names. I've been called lots of names, and some of them probably worse, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you I very much. Thank you very much, Margo. See you later. Bye. Okay, bye. That's it, folks. We're out. See you next week.